Welcome to Navigate, or excuse me, Hired, Navigate Your Job Search. Uh, I'm your host, George Murray. And each week, we try to bring up a topic that's relevant for people who are in job search or starting off or contemplating a career change or pivot. Um, and then bring in a subject matter expert. Um, we also want to make sure that we encourage questions because if you have a question that you don't answer, there's probably about 20 or 30 people wish they had asked the question. So definitely encourage people to ask the questions who are on the live. Um, and then after we're through LinkedIn Live, Facebook Live, and YouTube Live today, everything gets edited and then uploaded into the podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I think we've got 16 um, episodes out there, and you can also see all the old uh, Coffee with George and Phil's that are also relevant. Um, today in our episode, we're going to be talking about overcoming adversity and more importantly, the women's view, right? And so I'm really happy to introduce um, the author, uh, Lakeisha Jones of Grand Rising. And so I'll tell you a little bit about how we got connected. Those people who know, um, we had this podcast, myself and uh, Phil Connor, uh, Coffee with Jordan and Phil, and we had pretty much a similar platform of trying to help people in job search and, and struggling in the job transition for two years. And so just recently he said, hey, I think you, you probably need to talk to Lakeisha. I met her. She's a great person. She's wrote a great book and she's really overcome some odds and obstacles that um, probably be relevant for people, you know, that are viewing and listening. And so that was the intent. And she's going to be here with us today. I want to also let you know that she's a licensed assisted living director, speaker, coach and author. And we'll actually put in the comments where you can actually get her book. Um, she's empowers and guides and offers advice, especially young girls, teens, and women. She's had a hard life. I'll let her tell the story because it's extremely uh, inspiring and also uh, helps us see that there is light at the end of the tunnel and is not a train. Um, and after all struggles, she is now happy living, a, or excuse me, is now living a happy life and healthier life. She wants to help you. And so we want to welcome to the show, Lakeisha. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing good. So, hey, you know, tell people, you know, I want to hear from your words. I didn't want to take your thunder. But when we had talked about some of the challenges you had both in your younger career and then more importantly, just recently and kind of how you just looked beyond the current obstacle, although they may have seemed insurmountable at the time, um, what really kept you going and driving and then more importantly, Show us a little bit about the book. We'll put that in the comments. But uh, what inspired you to write that book? So what inspired me to write my book? Um, again, I had a challenge in life. Um, and we all go through certain things. We all go through some type of adversity. And when you're younger, you're just trying to figure out this life. And I was just trying to figure out who I was as an individual. I was a teen mother. And I was just like, what do I do? And how do I take care of my child as being a teen mother? So I looked beyond as far as just getting my high school diploma. I was excited about that because I had a goal to accomplish in life so I could continue again to take care of my child. So I had thought about what can I do that will stay around in business and not go out of business to be able to provide for my child as far as a career? So with that being stated, I decided to think about healthcare because healthcare is never going out of business. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I decided to go for school, go to school for my nursing assistants. And I worked at hospitals and urgent cares and um, nursing homes. And then after that, I'm like, okay, I need more. So I went back to school, got my medical assistants, where I also worked at clinics and urgent cares. And again, like I said, healthcare is not going out of business. So I said, you know what? I need to go to school one more time. Either I'm going to become a registered nurse or I'm going to get my bachelor's in healthcare management. So I decided to get my bachelor's in healthcare management where I was at a company for 10 and a half years as a licensed assisted living director. And just going through like the struggles as far as trying to figure out like what career. Yes, it was a lot. You know, it's just juggling. It's like, what do I want to do and where do I want to end up? Because I also vision myself as far as like thinking with the end in mind. To me, that is very Mm -hmm. important. So when you think with the end in mind, you know exactly where you are going. So again, it was a struggle for me to figure out what it is as far as being a teen mother. How, however, just overcoming adversity as far as um, you know being molested when I was younger, you know, and certain things that I had to overcome, and that's really what made me write my book, Grand Rising. And this is my book here, Grand Rising, author Lakeisha Jones. I wrote my book because I wanted to help other individuals who have been going through some type of trauma in their life. And again, I people to just read about me, George, I wanted to be able to help individuals. So after each chapter, I did a self-care section. I did questions to ask ourselves and also resources. So not just Minnesota, I did it nationwide because I want to help as many individuals that I could in life. I love it. And you know, the book is available on Audible. So If you're not a person that sits down and reads a book, but you're out walking, you're, you know, doing some kind of form of exercise in the morning, you can turn around and just download it and listen to it. It's a great book. So, you know, keeping on the topic of Grand Rising and offering advice for young girls and teens uh, for experiencing trauma, what does this background influence your approach to coaching and guiding individuals through their job search process? Because job search can be traumatic, right? It's a financial impact. It's also a mental impact. Yes, I agree. So with a background influence, in my approach, like as far as my business coaching and guiding, I stick with five major points. And to me, that's very important. And that's what got me on my journey for me to continue to accomplish the goals that I had. So for one, I look at the current skills. What type of skills do we currently have? Then I go to the second point. What new skills do I want to learn? Because, again, we have to continue to grow with new skills. Um, Also, the short and the long term goals is like, what are our goals? What again, thinking with the end in mind, what goals do we have and what are we going to set up for our life as far as futures? And then also resources. I think resources are important because if you don't have those resources, you really can't get to point A to Z. And then also the fifth one is the action plan, putting it into action so you can continue to reach the goals that you're trying to go for. No, that's that's great. You know, and, and I can't, you know, I, your perspective is a little bit similar to my perspective and hired. My my intent was really, hey, this process is broken or it's not clearly defined like many. Right. And the intent was to help people shorten their process. Right. And really give them some kind of structure. Yes. Um, job, you know, job hunting can be particularly challenging for those who have faced trauma. What strategies or coping mechanisms do you recommend for individuals in this situation to navigate the job search effectively? 
I will have to say I'm really big on self-care and self-love. Because when people go through some type of, again, adversity or some type of trauma in their life, they have to be able to pour into themselves. So I would say self-care and self-love and knowing your worth. Because when you know your worth, you're able to go after a job and not settle for less, if you will. And then also really nailing down like your desires and your goals and the things that you want to accomplish. I'm huge on finding a mentor because, again, we can't do everything by ourselves. And that's how we could continue to grow. So you learn and grow um, as you find a mentor. And I also say make sure that you take your time with finding a mentor. That's very important because you want to be selective and you want to make sure that you guys are compatible and that you can also grow and vice versa. And then always ask for help. I think we tend not to ask for help, you know, um, because yes. it's like. You don't want to be vulnerable. But again, when you know someone in the healthcare or wherever it is, you want to be able to have those connections. No, I, I, I totally agree. And I'll just use my personal experience in view. You know, my wife, we just celebrated 29 years of our anniversary last or last week, a little over last week. And um, she's the last person to think about herself. Last person, right? Mom yeah. and everything yeah. else. It, it's just that. And you, it's so important to take a little bit of time out for yourself. And it, at least what appears to me is that she doesn't take enough time for that, right? She's always right. running crazy. Even with our kids, all, all of our kids, you know, graduated from college or whatever. I see, I think she's actually busier now than she ever was, right? Um, right. <laughs> I have to turn around and bring her on and talk about it. But I really appreciate the viewpoint because, again, I don't think that, you know, as a general, whether you're a man or woman, um, you definitely go through troubles and you it's I've seen so many people that don't ask for help, but I think it's even more uh, prevalent, you know, in, in the females. Right. Is, is that they just especially if they have that mother instinct, it's like I'm going to give to everybody before I give to myself and they'll tend to be running out of energy by the time it gets to you. It's more like the nurturing type. I, you know, women just have it in them. That's just what it is. And we multitask when. Versus doing one thing at a time. That's just us. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, I couldn't keep up. <laughs> Building self-confidence is or excuse me, crucial during the job search. What advice can you give and offer to help individuals, particularly women, boost their self-confidence and overcome self-doubt? I will have to say boosting self-confidence and self-doubt is a must and it's necessary in everyone. And if you don't do it, no one else is going to do it. Right. right. So being discovering like who you are and what inspires you is very important because when you do these type of things and you attract the individuals who you become. So you pretty much whoever you want to try to, you know, model those things will attract. You have to recognize it. And I tell people to take small steps and also what I have done is using I am statements and daily affirmations. I think that is very important yeah, because you could continue to push yourself over and over and over. And I mean, I have sticky notes all over, you know, some back there too, but when you see them daily, it's mm -hmm. very crucial because it also boosts your confidence to be able to just continue moving on with life. Because again, people may not tell you that, but it's our job to pour into ourselves so we can be able to take care of us. It's again, self-care and self-love. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, one of the one of the points that I bring up in Hired is is that you've got to find a way to keep yourself motivated because most of your people, you know, the people that you know are 
working, right? So it's a very lonely process. So those morning affirmations, right? You know, I am are so critical. Because I call it kind of the defrag. The defrag for me was I'm going to I'm going to meditate, you know, and I have a lack of attention. So, so at some time. So that was a real good process for me to learn. And I call that kind of the old, you know, old process of defragging the computer. And then you've got to reprogram every morning to be your best self, right? So um, Bruce Lee, I love Bruce Lee. He actually talks about, you know, many years ago about be careful of what you tell yourself because your head and your heart don't know the difference. And we tend to be very hypercritical of ourselves, right? So I think to your point is, you know, reprogramming yourself and telling the things that you have achieved, you overcome those types of things as opposed to, what you didn't do, what you didn't get to, and so forth. Um, you know, it has a lot to do with keeping, you know, those those mental aspects very high and very positive. Switching questions here. Um, you know, as a CEO and founder of Soul Coaching Women, could you tell us more about the organization's mission and how it supports women in their personal and professional growth, especially those who have faced adversity? So with um, Soul Coaching Women, we guide and support individuals to thrive. And when we do those, it's not just in one area, it's several areas. So we discuss and converse about experiences. Like, what are our experiences? What have we experienced in life? What are the lessons that we have learned? Because, it's, I mean, with the experience and the lessons, that also builds our character, as far as our characteristics. And then also we focus on the identity because that shapes us as a whole. So those are the major steps that we focus on and also becoming the best version of you and also letting mm -hmm. what no longer serves you. Because to me, that's important because you, if you don't have your cup filled, you cannot pour into the next individual. And when I say let go, it doesn't mean it has to be something bad. It's just something that you have outgrown and you want to let that go so you can pour into yourself with things that you want to grow in. I, I love the, the the cup full and then pour in. I use a similar analogy where, you know, you get on the airplane and what do they tell you? You have to put on your mask first before you can help anybody else, and especially yes. in job search and transi transition. You know, if you're a giving person, which, you know, most of the people I've met through job transition are, you know, this is a little bit of time of take, right? And do take that, but make sure that, you know, you're part of that person afterwards that continues to give and share, right? Because your network expands, you become more successful, like you had said, is creating that kind of community that helps you be the better version of yourself. Correct. Networking often plays a significant role in finding job opportunities. How can individuals who have experienced trauma on adversity uh, work on building and maintaining a strong professional network? I will have to say, first and foremost, again, you know, with me, Lakeisha Jones, self-care and self-love is very important. And I will have to say that like over and over to everything that I do, I will have to say mentor, finding positive uh, groups and community that you could surround yourself with. And then also I, I, I want people to understand when they do, are doing this transition, it's not easy. So I always say, be gentle with yourself. To me, that's very important because 
you're trying to accomplish so many things and it, we all do it. It's like hard work, hard work, hard work. And then you think about like the rest of the day, like, oh my gosh, I really didn't get anything done as far as what I should have. So again, I always say be gentle with yourself and just knowing the things that growth takes steps and self-care and self-love and just taking those necessary steps to get there, I think is very important. No, I definitely agree. You know, one of the one of the things I'm doing right now in job search is, you know, we've got a, a group of us like-minded people that are looking and searching. And, you know, we walk through the process leading up to um, the Labor Day weekend. And I, I said, this is probably your first job transition. Just be prepared because it's going to be crickets. The thing is, is no, nobody's trying to ignore you. The fact is, is you've got to understand the other side of the fence. People are trying to get their kids ready for school. They're trying to, you know, take the last couple of days for vacation, et cetera. The last thing they're doing is trying to network and everything else. But, you know, after Labor Day, it'll start to pop, which it had. But again, each day in job transition can feel like a month, right? And uh, yeah. it, it can be very, very depressing. Um, your journey from a challenging upbringing to bring a licensed assistant living director, speaker and author is inspiring. What motivated you to share your experience openly and how, how is that openness impacted your work? So for me, the motivation, so I will say this, and I always start with this. We all have challenging experience in our lives, yes. but it's like who is willing to take those leaps forward? And I was just that person that was motivated and say, I am thinking beyond myself and I want to support others and I want to provide people a safe place in life to be able to grow. You know, so it was not just me thinking about me. That's why I was in healthcare, but healthcare is not for me because I want to switch it and help other individuals as far as coaching and being able to be a mentor for them and have that uh, safe space. So individuals could come in, become the best version of themselves. So for me, again, my motivation is to help other people. And when you <laughs> help other people, you continue to grow within yourself. You also heal from everything that you have been through in life, the trauma and or adversity that you go through because you're healing your inner child. I like that. You know, what I found is, is the inspiring part of being an author and writing a book is somebody who reaches out to you and you would have not met them alive or, you know, in your next life or whatever. They reach out to you and they say, you know, your book spoke to me and it helped me. I mean, that's a recognition that you just can't put a price on. Right. And you know that you actually, you know, met and exceeded your expectation of the book when you get those types of responses. I agree. Can you provide some insight into the role of self-care and mental health awareness during a job search, especially for those who have experienced trauma and adversity? Um, I will say journaling is very huge. Mm. Being able to release, again, what no longer serves you. And even if you don't want people to read it, just write it and burn it. But you at <laughs> least get that out of you. I also will say listen to motivational speaking and speakers mm. that inspire you because that continuously to put you on a path of growth. I will also say meditation because that relaxes our body. I am. Yes, I'm huge on um, individuals, uh, a therapist, exercise. 
um, eating healthy, and then not just that, setting goals and having priorities. You yeah. know, system is like, okay, you're juggling all this, but which one comes first? Which one comes second? Which one comes last? So you're not just overwhelmed and, you know, because it, it becomes a lot. So the things that I have just mentioned is like, those are the times for us to be able to self-reflect, to get back grounded as far as what it is that we want to do in life. Yeah, you know, I, I often tell people, you know, job transition could be a transformation for you if you let it. You're going to meet a lot of great people you would have never met. They're going to make and impact you in different ways and makes you and being vulnerable, right? That's, I mean, yeah. we all seem to think that that's a weakness, but that's probably one of the greatest strengths. If you're able to be vulnerable and work through that and people have a higher respect for that, right? Is, hey, I, I understand what you're going through. That's why I always tell people, I think everybody has a book in them, to your point earlier in the discussion, is, is that we've all faced obstacles, right? And you're going to turn around and have a story that's probably unique to a bunch of people out there that says, hey, you know what? This resonated with me and it helped me through some maybe the lowest times in my life. Yes, I agree, George. That is powerful because, again, we all have a story. It's just... Yeah you know, how do we put that out? No, great. What message or piece of advice would you like to leave with our listeners who may be facing adversity in their lives and careers and are in the process of job searching right now? The message I want to leave is if you are not willing to risk, you cannot grow. Mm -hmm. If you do not take that leap, you will not trust in yourself. I will say bumps, bruises, and falls will happen along the way. However, you must get up and keep going. No, I agree. But uh, is it there? And I'm probably going to chop this up. But Martin Luther King says, you know, if you can't fly, then you run. And if you can't run, then you walk. And if you can't walk, you crawl. Right. That's right. Yeah. So how how can people get in contact with you? So individuals can contact me on Instagram and Facebook, again, at Grand Rising Press. Also, for my Soul Coaching Women, that my website is soulcoachingwomen.com. And again, my book is on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble. Awesome. And for those viewers that are watching live, we'll actually put it in the comments after the show. And also those people who are listening to this on the podcast, it'll actually be in the comments so that you can click on those and uh, go get right to uh, Lakeisha. Well, Lakeisha, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate it. I love the story. I, I love the book and I love the movement that you're creating and helping those overcome obstacles and uh, adversity. Thank you, George. I totally appreciate you having me on today. I mean, it was very exciting just so I can be able to share with the world that if I did it, they can as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I'm going to close up. So again, if you don't get a chance um, today, maybe in the near future, reach out uh, to Lakeisha, grab her book. It's on Audible. So it's an easy, you know, easy listening. You get through books pretty quick. I kind of do that on the 60-40. 40% of the time I read books, 60% of the time I listen to books. Um, and if you found this show or any of the shows that we've had previously um, done uh, that can help people, I ask you that you can comment, share, 
um, and like so that uh, we can get a bigger presence out there and help people who are in some of their lowest points in their career and life get better. Um, you know, so starting next week, we'll only be on YouTube Live and Facebook Live. The kind of the understanding is, is that it really kind of is uh, evolving and we're starting to get more viewers on the podcast. And that's kind of where the end state is, is moving this whole platform to podcasts. So hopefully you, if whatever your favorite podcast is, whether it's Spotify platform or Apple or another one, just go on and uh, do the search, hire, navigate your job search and hit the save button to get notifications for the updates. Um, and then also share if you find this helpful and you've known people through your transitions and your networking discussions, um, another tool to help them, you know, cut their career search time in half. Um, and then also, um, want to thank uh, the uh, hired Cut Your Career Search Time. They are the ones that sponsor this show. So again, thank you for your time. Wish you guys a great weekend and make sure that you're set up for success on Monday.